0: Welcome to episode 40 of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know, and we'll do our best to change that. You can stay up to date with Versus Mike History by subscribing to our newsletter. And find any further information at versusmikehistory.com.
1: One thing that I became aware of in my traveling recently through Africa and the Middle East, in every country that you go to, uh, usually, the degree of progress can never be separated uh, from the woman. If you're in a country that's progressive, the woman is progressive. If you're in a country that reflects the consciousness uh, toward the importance of education, it's because the woman is aware of the importance of education. But in every backward country, you'll find the women are backward. And in every country where education is not stressed, it's because the women don't have education. So one of the things I became thoroughly convinced of in my t- recent travels is the importance of giving freedom to the woman, giving her education, and giving her the incentive to get out there and put that same uh, spirit and understanding in the children. And I frankly am proud of the contribution that our women have made in the struggle for freedom. And I'm one person who's for giving them all of the leeway possible.
0: heard you want a real nigga. Not the type to sit up under chill with you. But the type to split the dollar bill with you. I just think it's funny cause you still with the little nigga that won't take the time to build with you. Ain't no point of crying over spill liquor. I don't play no talk but keep it real with you. So I got the suffer up with a real triple. the ill nigga come and match my fly, yeah. We're here for another episode of Versus Mike History. It's another late night episode. It's been very busy time for me. Um and it's the holiday season, you know, so I gotta catch up with family and um I gotta get situated for the new year, you know. Gotta do the planning and all that good stuff and set your year out proper and uh that's what I've been doing. So apologies for not being as close to the mic as I usually am, but we figuring it out over here moment by moment. And um you know, we're gonna give you an episode today. So we're here. So as always we're gonna leave with love. Um I got a couple shout outs. I first wanna give a shout out to the Triple Double Juice Company for allowing me to conduct an interview at their location, at their business. Um, shout out KJ. I appreciate you for uh, opening your doors to me. And um, I hope we can work together again, you know? Like, it was a very dope experience. I want to give a shout out to Drew. That's who I interviewed. Um, That interview will be dropping later this week. Following this episode. And I wanted to give a shout out to Iman Lake who um, wrote this very dope comic book that um, I purchased. It's a black-owned comic book. And um, if you scan the back of it, it links you to a song um, that's also a narration of the comic. And uh, it's a very dope presentation. It's a piece very uh, unique piece of content. And um, it's great seeing my people out there innovating and doing dope things and creating something like a music, also a comic book. And... Stuff like that. But yeah, um, let's get into the black spotlight. All right. So the black spotlight this week goes to um, a woman by the name of Sandra Deer of the Little Boho Bookshop. So recently, um, this woman, Sandra Deer, was receiving death threats and racist remarks and comments and, um, this woman, you know, she, she runs her, uh, her black owned bookshop and, you know, the community, uh, rallied behind her and showed her love. So I'm reading, I'm getting this from the Grio, and, um, it says the black owner of a New Jersey bookstore was the subject of racist threats last month. After words of news spread, patrons showered her. The owner, Sandra Deer, with support and encouragement. So one time for BAM, New Jersey for holding it down. And if you're in the area, support Miss Deer's black owned bookshop, the Little Boho Bookshop. All right, now let's get into some shit. <laughs> um, so it was recently announced that Ashanti and Keisha Cole would be going head to head in the next verses, which will be taking place on, I believe, December 18th. Um, I personally am of the belief that Keisha Cole is going to wipe the floor with Ashanti. That's my personal belief, respectfully, of course. Um, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a big Keisha Cole fan, but compared to how much of Ashanti's music I actually listened to, I definitely would, would be considered a big Keisha Cole fan. Um, I think that she's worked with the better rappers and the better producers, And, um, you know, her sound just resonates with the people more, just a little bit more. Um, Ashanti, while her music does bang, um, it is a little bit more manufactured and less from the soul. So you gotta, you gotta consider those things when you, when you, uh, thinking about which 20 is going to take, take it all. But I'm excited, uh, Tim and Swizz have been holding it down all pandemic. And, you know, this is just another one that they're going to have, another classic that they're going to have under their belt. And um, it's really dope. I wonder if they're going to, like, have these artists come together for some, like, future show. That would be cool. But, you know, whatever. And we got to get those undercards. But, yeah. Um, what's next? <laughs> uh, So after I didn't record when this happened but Nate Robinson obviously got knocked out by Jake Paul uh from YouTube or whatever and um he's been calling out a bunch of different fighters so that he could stay on this uh you know path of becoming a professional boxer and um now that he's 2-0 he has his next fight set up And he's fighting none other than Floyd Mayweather. And um, this just brings so much joy to my heart because I know that Floyd Mayweather is going to tag him up and he's going to, you know, put on a nice little show for us. And uh, especially since, you know, he did my boy Nate so bad. And this is coming to us in February of 2021. I forget the exact date. I believe it's the 20th or the 21st. I think I believe it's the 20th of February. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Of course, um, that's obviously going to be another showstopping fight. And uh, yeah, (laughs) what else we got? Oh, I saw that Tiana Taylor was talking about how she might be retiring. Um, Honestly, it's crazy that she feels that way at all, you know, because her music is so fantastic. I mean, the last album that she put out, the album, was so fire, top to bottom, Um, and I, you can really hear the effort that she put into uh, the sequencing and the features and the production and everything like that, and then for her to go on and not only record such a good album but then go and record amazing music videos for all of these songs and to do that while pregnant is amazing and she didn't get any type of her by her I mean Tiana Taylor she didn't get any type of recognition from the Grammys for her music um or for her videos and it's insane it really is insane And, um, you know, even her last project to keep that same energy, the one that got bundled up with all the other Kanye projects that came out in 2019 was very good. And I thought it was deserving of a Grammy nomination as well. And that was overlooked. So I really don't understand why, um, why these, Content houses and these uh, professional establishments aren't really giving Tiana Taylor the time of day as a creator because, in my eyes, she's a top-tier creator, and um, she's just as good as anyone else. And she's better than a lot of people, to be honest. Like, um, There's a lot of money being pushed into artists who aren't talented, and then you have somebody who's talented enough to do the things – she wants to do on her own and she doesn't even get recognized for it. So I just think that's crazy. Um, But I'm sending love to Tiana because she shouldn't feel that way because there are a lot of people who love her music. And even though they can't see it, we do. So please keep going, shawty. Now, in lieu of uh, Joy Ann Reed of MSNBC being promoted and getting her own uh, show, uh, nightly during the week, Jonathan Capehart and Tiffany Cross are to host um, their respective shows in the slot that A.M. Joy uh, came on during the weekend on MSNBC. And I'm getting this from the Grio, so bear with me. NBC has officially named the new hosts of the weekend AM Joy time slots. Political analyst and author Tiffany Cross will host Saturdays from 10 a.m. to noon, while Washington veteran, Washington Post veteran Jonathan Capehart will host the same time on Sundays. Their shows are set to debut on December 12th and December 13th, helmed from Washington D.C. So shout out to two, these two journalists, these two black journalists. We appreciate. Um, the time slots of one black journalist being replaced, being filled with two others. And, um, that's the representation, that's the representation that we need. So shout out to these two people. And, uh, we're going to keep it moving with LeBron being named the sports person of the year. Um, sports illustrated named LeBron, the 2020 sports person of the year, and he's coming off a championship. Um, from the bubble And they about to go back in in December And, um, you know uh, Regardless of how I feel about that Basketball has been really good And we've been seeing a lot of changes and switch-ups But I think one constant is that LeBron James is the greatest basketball player In the in the league So, um, shout out to Sports Illustrated For getting that right And we gonna go ahead and wrap up this segment Talking about President Barack Obama Uh So former President Obama was in the news recently because he said that snappy slogans such as defund the police lose people that we need on our side in order to fight the good fight and get the things done that we would like to get done behind the phrase of defund the police. And, um, you know. I have feelings towards this that I'm going to express, Um, you know, from a practical standpoint, I would say, yeah, you're right. You are going to lose people um, based off of that slogan, because people want to show that they support law and order in their town and they don't want to seem like they support lawlessness or recklessness within their own communities um that being said they also know for a fact that their police stations within their communities are abusing their community's budget by buying guns they don't need by buying toys and vests and Trucks, armor trucks, and you know, helmets, and all of these military-grade things that they don't need. That they are spending tons and tons of money that could be going back into the education, that could be going back into community development, things like that. Um, and while you will lose people, if those people, if we're to lose those people using a slogan such as defund the police which gets right to the point and which is very explicit then we have no choice but to lose those people um i hate that we have this idea that there can't be people who feel one way about a thing like i feel as though the police should be defunded period I'm not going to not say that the police shouldn't be defunded just because someone doesn't like the way that sounds. Because that's the God honest truth. Like, we're saying something that alludes to what we're trying to do. We're saying what we actually want to do. So for Obama to say that we're going to lose people behind that slogan is is redundant to me they were never for us in the first place so they were only a part of the movement because the movement was dressed up nicely the movement can't always be dressed up nicely and this is why people have the issues that they have with president obama Because if you were really for the people, the way others try to make it seem, not even yourself, then you wouldn't discourage people to not say something like "defend the police. Because it's non-violent. It's non-threatening. It literally gets straight to the point. And people agree with it but they don't like how it sounds so they won't get behind it no i can't get with that so i mean i feel how you guys want to feel about it i'm just telling y'all how i feel and it doesn't make any sense to me so it is what it is all right uh we could get into some new music but to be perfectly honest i haven't been listening to no any type of new music um, I've been obsessing over this playlist that I've been working on. And, um, I know this may sound weird, but I've been working on a playlist for months now. Uh, it's this new R&B playlist that I'm, that, uh, you know, should serve as the ultimate late night playlist for whenever that, um, you know, gender ambiguous (laughs) significant other pulls up and wants to show you a good time and uh yeah so i don't have any new music for you guys honestly uh i just wanted to take that time to plug a new playlist that's coming i'm not going to give you the name or anything because i don't know when exactly it's coming but it is pretty much done so when the artwork is done that's when i'll announce it (laughs) um we can go ahead and get into some new television and film though so i haven't been watching any new movies but i have been watching quite a few new television shows and um i wanted to talk i want to first of all i want to start with uh the mandalorian season two so i was already in love with this show from the first season um i thought it was really well put together in terms of character design set design and um the mix of you know practical design and visual effects uh but this second season picks it up in terms of story in terms of guest cast in terms of location it just does everything right that you would want to see within a star star wars franchise And, um, John Favreau is just the, uh, the white knight of the Disney company because whatever he touches makes so much money for them. And I know he can do no wrong in their eyes. And I feel like he should be promoted soon if, um, if, you know, if that company is, has any type of sense because, you know, from, iron man to the lion king and now on to the mandalorian you know like pretty 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 big feats you know oh and let's not exclude the uh the jungle book so yeah the mandalorian has been great boba fett um ashoka Tana, uh i forget the other uh the other characters that have been in the episodes in the earlier episodes But yes, I'm excited to see how the season goes and what happens for the rest of the season. And um, yeah, what else we got? Uh, Euphoria. So Euphoria has released one of the uh, few episodes that they are going to be of the limited episodes that they are going to be releasing before the second season. Um, This new episode that just released took place in a diner. And it's uh, Rue and Ali having a conversation about sobriety and addiction and um, how the two balance out in each other's uh, respective lives. And I didn't get to see the entire episode, but I saw about halfway through and it is shot fantastically. It is written fantastically um, and it's acted fantastically. And, um, you know, that episode, from what I've seen so far, Gave me a reminder of why Euphoria works And why it's such a highly regarded show Because, you know You watch a lot of um, You can watch a lot of high school dramas Over the course of your life There's a lot to catch up with But the recent ones that have been coming out They've been doing a real good job of Portraying what it's really like Rather than just trying to Show you a bunch of kids You know um, It's real shit So I appreciate euphoria and um can't wait to see some more and the rest of that other episode that I gotta catch up on. And uh what else? I have a free trial for Apple TV Plus. So I decided to watch one of the shows that I saw being promoted in some ad somewhere, which was uh Defending Jacob, which stars Chris Evans. And um, I just finished the episode today and I thought that it was pretty dope. Honestly, Um, the ending was pretty confusing. I'm not going to lie. Not confusing in the sense that I didn't understand what happened. Confusing in the sense of why it happened that way, Um, especially since I don't believe there's going to be any second season. Um, But, yeah, you know. It was a really good show, and it's one of those mystery who done it, or how is it going to play out type of series. I love thrillers, and um, that's what I've been watching a lot lately. And um, we're going to wrap it up with the fact that Power Book 2 is back. So if you're listening to this, then Power Book 2 is indeed back. I haven't seen the episode yet because I'm recording this podcast, but um, go check that out. And that's pretty much it. That's all I got for you guys this week. Um, yeah, I'm surprised I got this much. I'm surprised you guys got this much out of me. But it's all good. Um, so as always, send topics, questions, and movie suggestions. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History, and you can follow us on Instagram at versus Mike History, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mike History, and you can follow me on Instagram at last name history. And I will see you guys on Wednesday for the interview episode. And I don't know when after that, but um, we're going to keep rocking out and we got a lot of stuff in the works. So um, stay black family and peace out.